I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Pikachu! Pika-pika! Pikachu! Pika-pika-pika! Pikachu! Squirtle! 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 The year is 2001. Hello and welcome to Oldie Butter Goody. The podcast reviewing movies from 2001 in the order they came out in. My name is Sandro, and I'm out of my depth. Pikachu! And Zach is a weeb. Wow, what? How does Pokemon make you a weeb? Yeah, it actually does. It's just a game. I don't think Pokemon counts as anime, hey? No, no, because the Pokemon series is a cartoon, Mm. not an anime. Pokemon 3, Legends of the Unknown, Entei. Uh, you might look it up and be like, it says 2000. We go by the American release dates. It took this movie a full year to get dubbed over and released in America. I'm not surprised in the least, to be honest. Honestly, I'm more surprised that it got released in America at all. I think this was the last one. The last Pokemon animated movie to really get a big release. Oh, okay. And that's probably because it sucks. What did you think? Oof. Of- <laughs> whoa, whoa! That's nah, not that bad. It was okay. <laughs> it was all right. Look, definitely far from the best Pokemon movie. But I still feel like it wanted to be the very best. Like no one ever was. To catch them is my real test. To train them is my cause. I will travel across the land. Searching far and wide. Boom, boom, boom. Each Pokemon is something, something. Gotta buy them all. Nag your parents to buy you all the cards and the games that you'll lose after three months. You know it's my destiny, Pokemon. Yeah, anyway, etc. Um, Come on, we haven't updated our gameplay since 2001. <laughs> oh, the new one, actually. Pokemon! <laughs> the, the new one, actually. Is it Arceus? That looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they actually did something different in mm. the last 30 years, so, you Amazing. know. Amazing. They turned it into Monster Hunter. <laughs> yeah. A step in the right direction. Holy crap. Uh, I'm not buying this one, but if they make a game with improved grass- graphics and, like, storytelling and... You want good graphics on the Switch? Yeah, well, here's the hint, Sandro. Don't make it on the fucking Switch. Yeah, nah, good point. Make it on the Switch too. Anyway, you could tell this movie has a lot of great content because we're talking about it so much. But yes, I've watched the Pokemon series, though. Ah. I've, I've watched that. I played the games. Yes, you have. I've done a bit of competitive. Yes. So I, I know a bit about Pokemon. A, a small bit. Important. And Sandro, you say you don't know much about Pokemon, right? 
Uh, I've played the one on the Game Boy. I used to play that when I was very young, uh, and that was a lot of fun. Yep. Um, maybe played some DS Pokemon, I can't remember. Mm. Uh, I think I've played some, like, PC port with you, like, years ago. Uh, that's pretty much all my gaming knowledge. Oh, I have seen Detective Pikachu. It was, it was pretty good. Well, Sandra, you, you say you, you you don't know much there, but we live no. in the wonderful continent of Australia, home to, to real-life Pokemon. What? Marsupials. Oh, yeah. They're all just real-life Pokemon, really. Koalas walking around with their uh, syphilis. Yeah, and if you give them enough syphilis, they evolve into drop bears. Yeah, um, that does happen. Yeah. Look it up, it's real. You gotta You gotta be careful about them. But more importantly, there's a recent article uh, published three years ago by The Age. Oh, The Age? <laughs> Great. I love that we're giving airtime to The Age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. It's, it's called The Cutest Mutation Gives Pikachu, the Possum, Gold Pass to a Safer Life. Is, uh, the, is there a golden possum that's just yeah. going to scream at me and tear out my throat when I go to pat it because it looks cute like Pikachu? Yeah, it's going to electrocute you to death. Yay! Um, yeah, no, it's a it's an orphaned bushtail uh, possum that has a rare genetic disease, genetic mutation, I should say, not disease, yeah. uh, that uh, made its fur golden. Oh. So it looks like a Pikachu. So they called it Pikachu because it's got pointy ears. Pikachu, that's that's great. Nice Pikachu. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, we got we got little quackers. They're like a nice normal type, whereas like kangaroos, mm. they're like a they're they're a fighting type for sure. What are the different? Actually, we'll save it for when we get to the plot of the movie. Yeah, I do have questions about the various types and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can tell you everything you need to know about Pokemon. Great. I wrote down a few notes. Um, I could have analyzed each battle. Yep. Uh, to see what moves they were using. But I only wrote down uh, at one point, uh, Entei was fighting uh, Totodile. And Totodile used Water Gun, which has an 100% accuracy, uh, but Entei dodges it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I know, right? That's ridiculous. I was so fucking pissed. That's oh. 100 He didn't even use Double Team. I know. Or Agility. There was nothing. No. So uh, what should have happened was Entei took the brunt of the hit and was mm. like, you're hitting me with a with an unevolved Totodile, probably like level 10. I am Entei. Fuck you, kid. Yeah, Entei is God. I've got, um, do you want to hear my hot take of this movie right now? Oh, go for it. And you might not like this. This might offend you, so trigger warning to you. All right. Trigger warning to just me. My my hot take is Pokemon battles are fun in games, right? Mm -hmm. You got to strategize. You got to pick your move. Which Pokemon you're going to use next to fight the next one? You know what? You know what you're going to do? It's great. It's good fun. In a movie, turn-based combat is boring. Woof. Now, uh, counterpoint to that, Sandro. Yeah, in this movie, they're not great, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But they can be exciting, as proven by the TV show, which has different battles. Mm. But the whole point with those ones is they go into detail about the battles as to what's happening and they explain what the fuck is going on. See, I'm probably fine with that. I'm probably... Yeah, yes. you would probably be fine. The whole thing is it does that anime thing of it cuts to 
uh, Brock, who is the resident nerd, and goes, what's happening, Brock? And Brock's like, well, you see, mm. the, the uh, Geodude is a ground-type Pokemon, and Pikachu is an electric-type. So when he uses his electric-type moves, you know, it does that anime bullshit where yep. it explains the battle while it's going on. Yeah, okay. You know, where it doesn't do that in this movie, which no. was unfortunate, because we just see the Pokemon going at each other, and if you don't really know what's going on or don't care, uh, it's, it gets pretty tiresome yep. pretty quickly. I didn't care. Yeah. I didn't care. My other hot take as well, and this is for not just Pokemon, I really dislike it when people just yell out moves during combat. Because it, it tells your enemy what you're going to do. Because, like... Right, <laughs> right. Because, like, in this, okay, he's yeah. like, Pikachu, use a lightning bolt. And then, yeah their opponent would dodge the bolt because you just yelled out lightning bolt, Ash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's here's the problem. It actually makes sense in Pokemon because it's the trainer telling the other thing what to do. That's fine. Why can't they have a psychic link? Yeah, well, only some Pokemon are psychic. Mm. And that's actually a plot point in one of the episodes of the show. Okay. Is that a psychic Pokemon and its trainer... Don't yell out what the fuck they're using because they just use a psychic link and people are like, oh shit, we don't know what move they're gonna use. I love that that's an episode. That's, that's great. a literal that's a literal prop that's plot good. point. So there you go. But also also I think there are other Pokemon trainers that just like teach their Pokemon to kind of battle on their own a bit. Well, that's true. This is the other thing that I had about this movie. All the Pokemon are dumb. Yeah. Aside from, like, Charizard, uh, Entei, and Pikachu, they're all dumb. No, Entei's definitely the dumbest of all of them. (laughs) But anyway, um, moving past that, one other point is that also, usually you're battling another trainer... Yeah. Who is also yelling out their moves. Yeah. So it's sort of, you're both yelling out your moves, so you both have equal chances of battling each other like that. Right. The problem with fighting Entei there is Entei is the Pokemon and the trainer. So he wasn't exactly saying, I'm about to use Focus Blast. Mm, it just, just Focus it. Blasts. So I guess what you're saying is, this was a terrible movie to start off my Pokemon journey with. <laughs> uh, yeah, the third one? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yeah. You can see, because the Mewtwo ones are uh, pretty good. From what I remember. I don't know. I didn't go back and watch them. I probably should have. Yeah, you probably should have. But also, eh, it's it's Pokemon. It's not really about the chronology or anything. All right. Well, uh, you picked it. That was a long intro. Yeah. Uh, you picked it. <laughs> well, the rest of the episode's going to be like 15 minutes max. So, like. True. <laughs> sure. uh, you picked this movie and your other options were Along Came a Spider, which is the second film in the Morgan Freeman Alex Cross series where he's like a detective he's got to solve a case of a kidnapped daughter or something it looks interesting sounds fine uh you also had blow cocaine smuggler george gung it's a biopic about him he's played by johnny depp sorry my head was still in pokemon and you said blow and cocaine and that crashed into my pokemon universe and i'm like what is happening in my pokemon universe uh the day i became a woman is three short films depicting the life of iranian women you also had just visiting a medieval knight and his surf travel to the 21st century where he gets to meet his descendants i think that's probably patreon i'll probably put that on yeah that, that does sound fun 
and Yamakaze, French film about the OG parkour crew Yamakaze doing a heist. They play themselves, probably, and probably can't act, but I bet the parkour's pretty good. Anyway, this was released March 31st. March 31st in 2001. Uh, That's the American release date. It was released in Japan during July of the year 2000. Also, just like the previous Pokemon movies, this one started off with a short film called Pikachu and Pika, uh, which is a solo adventure for the lightning type. Oh, bloody got it, mate. <laughs> I'm learning. Well, that, that was pretty good. I like that. We didn't watch it because there's no easy way to find it because the narrator of that uh, short was arrested for drug possession and then they just removed the copy from all home media releases. Oh, wow. I shouldn't have been talking about cocaine so much. Oh, no. It is directed by Kuniko Yuyama, uh, who is still working on Pokemon shows and movies to this very day. The cast is the exact same as the TV show. Nothing to really say about them. It's it's the same cast. They're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably the best part of this movie is the is the voice cast. Yeah. So you got Ash. He's pretty good. You got Brock. He's uh, he's problematic. He's a uh, he's a horny boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, uh, you got Misty. She's she's a strong female woman who don't need no Pokemon. Mm. Um, and you got Team Rocket. Which is the funniest part of this movie. I agree. And uh, pretty much uh, the only bits that I truly, truly enjoyed. I liked them. One thing I didn't know is that Ash is voiced, the English version, of course, is voiced by Veronica Taylor, who is also the English version of Sailor Moon. Ah. I had no idea they were the same person. Yeah, yeah, she's she's done quite a lot of stuff, so she's got an impressive repertoire. Uh, this has got 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. Most reviewers were saying that it's better than the other Pokemon movies, which is weird. Mm. Um, but it's still completely inaccessible for non-fans. And look, Mm. all critics are usually men over the age of 40, so I can see men over the age of 40 being like, what is this garbage that I think my child enjoys? Yeah, it was an okay child's movie. I don't see it being, like... I'd see a child enjoying it. I, on the other hand, have played Pokemon. I have enjoyed Pokemon. Hmm. Honestly, the battles were fine. They just weren't as, like, great as they could have been, I feel. Yeah. I think that's just this whole movie, though. It could have been a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Although, I did like specifically the fight with Misty and the aged up child oh was it the underwater one that was cool yeah, yeah. the underwater one yeah, 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 yeah the underwater because the question in pokemon is how the heck do water pokemon do anything <laughs> in an actual battle yeah because you pop them out on land they gotta flop around and die but the movie just ignores that completely it goes yeah we're just gonna fill everything with water so they can fight yeah and it's a dream so fuck you it works and i was like oh Okay, and then, it, and then uh, Staryu gets its shit kicked in by that Stingray Pokemon that I can never remember what it's called. It's probably called Sword Ray. It's not. Or something like that. Keep guessing. Uh, I won't. The audience score is 53%, and then 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb. It does have a cinema score of A-, though. It's, it's called Mantine. Mantime? No, no, man time. Oh, good. <laughs> not, not man time. <laughs> Pokemon called man time. I think like manatee, but anyway. Have we ever seen the inside of a Pokeball? Uh, no. Uh, I'm sure there's some depiction out. 
there of it on the Pokemon. There's a lot of Pokemon stuff. I haven't seen it. There's a lot of um, fan theories as to what happens in a Pokeball. Oh, wait, no, here we go. I think I found one right here by Mini Ninja. Uh, very professionally drawn depiction. All right, so he's got he's, he's got a chandelier. Uh, he's got a sofa. He's got a living room. He just kind of hangs out in the living room with a pair of glasses. He's looking yep. quite cool. He's got a... HD TV, uh-huh. specifically HD, not 4K, just HD. I guess Ash doesn't pay him too much. Uh, he's also got a Wii. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I wonder when this was drawn. Yeah. In the basement, because uh, he's got a basement in the Pokeball, mm-hmm. you go down some stairs uh, and there's a toilet. And then right next to the toilet is what appears to be a barrel of beer. <laughs> nice. That's my Pikachu. What a bloke. So I reckon that's... Uh... Yeah. I've just sent it to you on Skype. Um, I think that's, that's a pretty accurate depiction of the oh. inside of the <laughs> you, did, you, you didn't describe the fact that this was an MS Paint <laughs> painting and the artistic quality was not there. Also, he appears the beer barrel appears to be pouring wine into yep. a wine glass. I was going to mention that. <laughs> anyway, hmm. uh, I will mention uh, in most Pokemon games, there is a console... Of the latest generation of Nintendo stuff. So in the wow. latest Pokemon games, you you have a Switch in your house. That's uh, pretty clever marketing, actually. Yep. Uh, although pointless, because if you're already playing the game, I think you've won. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Because Nintendo don't don't put their stuff on other platforms. Nope. All right. Uh, according to Box Office Mojo, this cost anywhere between three million and sixteen million dollars. Uh, so really, it cost money. That's that's the information we get from that. Yep. Like animation is expensive, but this also wasn't super high quality animation. So. Mm. It's, like, slightly more epic than the movie, uh, than the show, so I guess yeah, it, yeah. it cost more. Oh, the um, the actual animations were pretty good. Like, the... I'm not going to say CGI, but, like... Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the um, the uh, 3D animation, I guess. Yeah, the 3D animation was pretty good. Like, with the unknown and stuff. Yeah. It works a bit better in a cartoon, because everything's... Not real anyway, so you don't have to worry about trying to blend 3D objects into the real world. Yeah. So it looked it looked pretty impressive when it was happening, so I was like, oh, that's not bad. Uh, but you got to guess how much it cost in the worldwide box office. What do you think it made? Cost or made? How much it made. Uh, who knows how much it cost, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, no, yeah. first I have to guess how much it cost. I'm going to say about 5 mil. Yep. Then I have to guess how much it uh, made. I'm going to say 30. Ooh, okay. Around 30. I've got the worldwide numbers, though. Not just America. It's worldwide. Not just America. Oh. Oh, then it's going to be a lot more. I think it's going to be like 137 mil. 137. You got one of those numbers correct? Was it the one? Made 70 million. Oh, okay. Okay. A bit, bit, less, bit less than what I thought, but I'm just thinking big Pokemon movie. There's one tagline. All right. What voice should I do it in? Do it in your Squirtle voice. Squirtle, Squirtle. Oh, Squirtle. All right. Oh, I was about to say your Squirtle voice is garbage, but that end one sounded Squirtle. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. There you go. Squirtle. 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 You have to sound like um, 
your your drunk aunt that smokes two a day, oh, two right. packs a day. Oh, Squirtle, 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 bloody Squirtle, mate. All right, this spring I have lost it. I've lost <laughs> it because I was trying to do Siggy Bun. Yeah, do it, do it, Siggy Bun Brain. This spring, the unknown spells adventure. Ah, that's clever. That's clever because the unknown are the name of the Pokemon. They're, they're called unknown, which is very confusing for someone who wouldn't know that. I'm sure. What, like, what game are they from? I'll give that a thumb up. What, like, what game are the unknown from? What do they do? Can you fight them? Do you have to fight with them? Yeah, that'd be cool. What is any of this? We haven't gotten to the story yet, Sandro. We'll get there. You can ask your questions when we come across them, I feel. I'm going to get another beer. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to insert some ads, and then I'm going to go get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have some rants to do after the ads, so you do that. All right. Well, then I'm, I'm, go- I'm going to go get a... You'll hear some ads. It's ad time, or go to patreon.com forward slash pod for ad-free episodes. <laughs> Uh, the episode of Death Row Game Show is out on Wednesday. Oh my god, just go get your beer! <laughs> Hi everybody, my name's Jess. And my name's Ellen. And we're from Murder in the Land of Oz, an Australian true crime podcast. We've covered such notorious crimes as Alice and Baden-Clay, The Backpacker Murders, Anita Cobby, and Azaria Chamberlain, and many other crimes featured around Australia. You can find us on any podcast app, such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and, or any other place that you get your podcast from. You do you, doll. You just make the right choice for you. We are yeah, witty and charming, and we're a solid four out of five stars. According to Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. We hope you join us on our trip around Australia. Bye. That's not kind of productions podcast. Oh, uh, I guess we should get to the plot of this movie. The what? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, there's, there's there's plot in this movie. There's plot in this movie. It's just it's a kids movie, so it isn't exactly hefty. Does this have more or less plot than Lady and the Tramp Two? That's a good question. That is a good question. I feel like they're about the same level. They're about the same level, yeah. I prefer Lady and the Tramp 2, though, because of nostalgia. Yeah, Lady and the Tramp 2, though, just did the same-ish plot, but in reverse, right? Yeah, it was the same sort of thing as the original. Yeah, instead of dog wants to be family dog or whatever, it's the opposite of family dog wants to be street dog, but learns family good. So the movie starts with a original story for the villain. Her name is Molly, and she's six years old. Her mum died, and we don't see it. Yeah. And her dad, as we see in the movie, she's quite close to her dad, uh, and he's an archaeologist, and he goes down into some tomb thing. Yeah. And sees writing on the walls. The writing Mm. turns into these unknown Pokemon things, which is spaghetti soup without the soup. (laughs) <laughs> That's a line from the movie. Quite the movie. It's funny. It's funny because the movie multiple points out that the unknown are just a gimmick. Yeah, they are just Pokemon that are shaped in the letters of the alphabet. And uh, they send him to a cosmos thing, alternate universe place prison. Now, now Sandro, did you have some questions at all? What any questions? So is far? any of this? <laughs> And I was like, I want to get some information before the episode. So I messaged a friend of the show, Valaris. I was like, you know Pokemon stuff. What are the unknown? And she was like, I don't bloody know. Don't ask me. (laughs) 
Well, see, Sandro, uh, the unknown are kind of like a mystery within the Pokemon games. Right. They are a bit of an unknown. But really, their shitty Pokemon that only learn one move that's gimmick is that they all look like different letters of the alphabet. So that is the whole thing. But they do have a bit of mystery in the games as well. Right. There's something going on with them. So are they aliens? Are they like no, Cosmo? They are Pokemon. Tra- okay. But but they are linked to legendary creatures like Entei. Yeah, so what's the deal with legendary Pokemon? Is that Entei Mewtwo? Are they legendary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, quite a few legendary Pokemon, and each right. game has introduces a few new legendary Pokemon. But essentially, a legendary Pokemon is like a one-of-a-kind yes. Pokemon sort of thing. It is a legendary, and it's... Usually very rare, and hard to catch, and very powerful. Right. Oh, uh, I should mention as well, in most of my notes, I wrote down Entei as Eshe. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the legendary Pokemon Eshe. Eshe bra. And if <laughs> yeah. you don't know what Eshes are, they're basically delinquents with mullets who only live in Sydney. And they're teens who like to say, Eshe bra! Mm. Um, and I don't understand them. Uh, but I think they would make a great Pokemon because they only say one word. Eshe, Eshe, bra. Eshe, bra. Eshe, Eshe, bra. Eshe, Eshe. Eshe, use Thunderbolt. Eshe. <laughs> yeah. Would they be a dirt type? I think they they sound like a normal ground type. Yeah. Oh, oh, actually, actually, they'd probably be poison ground type because they're toxic. <laughs> you asked about Entei. Entei is part of... Uh, three legendary dogs, by the way. Dogs? Three legendary boys. Oh my well, they're goodness. not dogs. Is one of them the flying thing from NeverEnding Story? No. That's from a different <laughs> Pokemon game, and there is one that's like okay, that. Really? Are you serious? One's more like a saber... One looks like a saber-toothed tiger. Oh, that's one cool. looks like a dog, and one looks like this thing, Entei, which is like a lion dog It's like thing. a lion with a bionicle mouth. Mm. Like a bionicle head. So I thought it was weird that they didn't mention the other two doggos at any point. It's probably because they wanted to keep this accessible for people like me. Yeah. So Molly's lost her dad now and she's upset and she's doing her own research and she comes across the alphabet soup but without the soup. Doing her own research? She's six. Well, yeah. I mean, she's she's playing around with her dad's stuff. Well, yeah, she's playing around with her dad. Anyway, (laughs) whatever. Whatever. But I think... No, no, no. I think doing her own research is a much more... Uh, you know, she's quite um, smart for a six-year-old because she, she knows is, she how is. to manipulate people. And yeah, holy shit, that that's true. So she summons the unknown, uh, and they take over the house. Uh, they transform it into like a crystal palace, and she's like, "I am the ultimate evil person. Except all I want is my dad. Give me my Eshe." And then the Eshe shows up and is like, "Eshe, bra," <laughs> and she's like, "You're my dad." Okay, I have to explain this first off. So, we see first at the start of the movie, her dad tells her a story about Eshe. Eshe. It's it's Entei. Yeah, Entei. And she's like, oh my god, dad, you kind of look like... Entei. <laughs> yeah, what? What was that? Uh, uh, I don't I don't. He looks like a dog? Is that what you're saying, Molly? No, no, no. I think she was saying Entei looks big and strong, mm. and her dad is big and strong. 
So she she was like, it's just like you, Dad. And he's like, well, maybe I am Entei. And she's like, that's weird. And then when she has a traumatic experience of losing her father and then summons the unknown with ungodly universal manipulation powers, she's like, I want my dad. Yeah. And the unknown are like, okay, your dad is Entei. We will summon Entei. Here you go. And now Entei's walking around... And then the opening credits start playing, and I was like, cool! Now that was a cold opening for you. It was was pretty cold. Also, I do not like it when Pokemon speak. I am Pokemon. I am your daddy now. I am Daddy Entei. Daddy Entei. Yeah. So then we cut to Ash and Friends. We get some narration, which really threw me off, of some guy yeah. being like, and Ash and Friends are walking around the, the, the lands. It's, it's from the show. Every every episode opens with nar- that narrator. Brock walks up to some random girl and is like, <laughs> be my girlfriend. And she's like, get lost. So they fight with Pokemon. Whoa. It's Pokemon battle. No, no, no. Um, Ash fights it. Not, 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 not Brock. <laughs> not Brock. He's not that desperate. And we get a revised version of the classic Pokemon theme tune, which has some lyrics that are wild. So it's, uh, it's a whole new place with the brand new attitude, but you still gotta catch them all. Well, everyone wants to be Pokemon Master. And yeah, be yeah, it was, the it was best cool. You can. It, it was definitely nowhere near. As good as the original. I just hate the line, it's a whole new place with a whole new attitude and you've still got to catch them all. That de- that describes every Pokemon game that's come out for the last, like, 20 years, though, so it's pretty accurate. Here's the question. Do you really have to catch them all? No, I never have. How about you just stop trying to catch them all? How about you just let them roam and be free? I think the Pikachu is kind of like a cat and wants... Uh-huh. To be a pet. Wants to be a pet. Wants yep. to be taken care of. Because uh, Pikachu is lazy. Yeah. Like cats. But the others, I feel like, you know, it's like trying to take a crocodile uh-huh. and make it your pet. Uh-huh. Crocodiles are going to do better on the own where they can murder freely. If you make a crocodile a pet, it's just kind of defeating the whole point. Well, here's the, here's the thing, Sandro. The whole point of Pokemon is to train them up so they can battle and murder each other. So really, the crocodile's more of an appropriate pet than than the cat. So really, Sandra, I think the Pokemon series has a good point. Are you saying that all these Pokemon have been asking for it? Are no, you victim blaming Lord, these no. Pokemon? There there are the creatures like that are just like basic animals. Some of them are just horses and cows. Yeah, they don't want to murder. They they're wanna... just they're just chilling you know what i would love is like a pokemon origin story the first ever person to be like hey i've got a good idea for a game you see all these animals running around let's make them murder each other yeah (laughs) hey well at least you can take solace in knowing that you can capture literal god itself and use it to fight other pokemon in the pokemon series wait who is the pokemon god uh arceus what is Arceus? You can capture Arceus and fight other Pokemon with God. You can fight Pokemon with... Oh my goodness. Wait, no, that's Arceus. Or is Arceus God? No, no, Arceus is God. It's pronounced Arceus. Oh, so I've been saying the name of that new game wrong the whole time. No, 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 no. Actually, 
it's also the other pronunciation. I it's hate up to interpretation. I hate, I hate Pokemon. <laughs> because the Pokemon games have pronounced it both ways yeah. before. It's like the Dune. Um, yep. And they keep changing the pronunciations for stuff. Yep. I don't like, for God, the design is kind of boring. Yeah, it looks cool when it's when it's doing stuff because it it changes forms. Oh, okay, and like uses different types of plates to change its type in battle. Right, it's pretty cool. Also, I just want to say sorry to our audience who doesn't give a shit about any of this. this is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is the whole episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you, you got to figure it out. So, does that mean that the new Pokemon game is all about finding and capturing God? Um, I haven't played it, so I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. I'm pretty sure you're an agent of Arceus to catch, going out and catching. You are, you're a disciple of God. Oh, oh okay, so <gasps> because... it's about Mormon? <laughs> so it's the Book of Mormon, yeah, but Pokemon. Yeah, 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 You have to capture all the Pokemon so you can go to Zion. It makes perfect sense, Sandro. You just haven't played the game. <laughs> Alright, so they head to Greenfield. Ash and friends head to Greenfield. Brock is like, everything is so beautiful in Greenfield. I can't wait to see the girls. And I'm like, you're a fucking horny kid. Just shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brook, Brooks hits you with his classic um, creepy uh, incel horniness. And good on him. Good on him. I feel like Brock would be an Eshe if he lived in Australia. Yes, he's an Eshe. Also an incel. Yeah. Oh, oh. My one, like, super positive thing about this movie is is the soundtrack. I don't know if you noticed. I feel like you yeah. probably would have. But the soundtrack is great, especially whenever the, like, news starts and the soundtrack seamlessly turns into the news theme. I didn't I didn't notice that specifically. It's got subtle horns and then the horns go like... And it's like, whoa, all of a sudden we're watching the news. It was really cool. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It's great composing. Po- Pokemon has always had fantastic music and sound design. So it, it doesn't surprise me. In the movies as well. Like, all in the TV show. Like, just consistently. So I I, I wasn't surprised. Like, during the battles, I liked the music during those. That was pretty cool. Uh, back to the plot. There's So they go to Greenfield. They meet up with Professor Oak and Ash's mum. And Ash's mum picks up Pikachu. And Pikachu just kind of feels up the front of Ash's mum's chest. And I was very uncomfortable. I was like, what are you doing, Pikachu? You weird, pervy little Pika, cat. Pika, Pika. <laughs> I feel like that animation was on purpose. And whoever didn't made that, I, I see what you're doing. I, I didn't see that. Uh, but it makes me uncomfortable knowing about it. Molly is looking out the window of a castle and she sees Ash's mum and she's like, you are my mama now. And so Entei kidnaps Ash's mum and now Ash has reason to go into the tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like uh, when they first see the, the... What's happened is the castle has been surrounded by crystal. Yeah. And the crystal is like infecting the fields around it. It's like spreading out. Yep. From the mansion. Yep. Um, Team Rocket uh, rock up there. They're there. And uh, they say this great line, uh, Greenfields is just how I imagined it. Beautiful fields of flowers that turn into a bizarre crystal wasteland that obliterates the... Hey, wait, what's going on? I... Look, 
most of this movie I found really, really boring. But Ooh. Team Rocket were great. Oh yeah, Team Rocket. Uh, Team Rocket are great in the series as well. They're just great. They're so dumb. Yeah. Why do they break the fourth wall? Why do they have the voice of Italian mobsters from the 40s? What is any of this? It's great. I know that one because they're bad guys. Oh, that That's makes their sense, whole actually. joke is that they're bad guys and they literally work for Team Rocket, which is a mafia ring. Oh. They are, they are literally <laughs> okay. a Pokemon mafia. It's a Pokemon mafia. So that's why Mouth is... Meowth is a... has a gangster accent. Because he is one. He is. There's a fun quote. Team Rocket are in a hot air balloon. They're shot out of the sky by Entei, I think. Yeah, Entei, Entei yeets a focus blast at them. And I was like, oof. Right. Uh, they're shot out of the sky by some weird nerd shit. <laughs> and <laughs> they land in the Crystal Castle. Yeah, I'm just saying it. I don't even know if it's Focus Blast. Could be Hyper Beam. Could be anything. None of the moves really matter because... 100% accuracy doesn't mean it will hit, so mm. things can miss even if they're, you know, accurate. I think you said words then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, But yeah, I'm yeah. really not sure. So they crash into the castle and they see all the crystals and they're like, well, this isn't my idea of decorating. Yes, how long do you think it will take to get to the bottom? About three seconds if we jump. <laughs> <laughs> they're great. Yeah, they run through the castle. They see the unknown. One of them is like, oh, I haven't seen this many strange letters since the last time I I posted a personal ad. Yeah. Meowth is like, they kind of look like alphabet soup without the soup. Ash gets into the castle with his friends and Molly confronts them, but not as a six-year-old girl, but as her dream self, which is like, a 27-year-old woman. Molly wants to be a Pokemon trainer. Yeah. And so, she, yeah, she turns herself into... I thought she was maybe the same age as the female Pokemon... What's her name? Misty. Misty. I thought she was the same age as Misty. No, no, no. She was definitely older. Okay. As soon as she rocked up, I was like, Brock, you shut your mouth. This is a, <laughs> yeah, no, this is a young girl. no. <laughs> No, it's too late because Brock calls her, calls her cute at one point. Yep. And I was like, that's it. Uh-oh, we're cancelling Brock on Twitter. Brock is cancelled. I told you he's an incel. Yeah. It's time for him to go. So then the rest of the movie, basically, for like half an hour straight, is Molly challenges each of the members of the crew to a battle while the other members run further into the castle to try and save the mum. And that's the whole movie. Yes. But we will go through each battle. Yeah. And so uh, the, the problem is all the Pokemon she uses are dream Pokemon who have perfect IVs, perfect EVs. Um, I liked her Pokemon, actually. They've got Smogan sets. You know, you know all about this, I don't know this, what right, any of Sandra? this means. I <laughs> yeah. thought one of them was a cute little elephant. And I was like, oh, the cute little elephant. And then there was a teddy bear. Yeah, that cute elephant has been crowned in battles for hours till it is a hearted machine of little cup. <laughs> so what, like, are the dream Pokemon in the game? No. Okay, it's just for the movie. Yeah, this whole dream shit is whack, yo. I was like, what the fuck? Wait, so Entei isn't the real Entei? It's just a fake dream Entei? That made the movie so much worse for me. I was like, 
Wait, this isn't the real Entei, it's just her imagination? Uh, then they fight Misty, so then Molly versus Misty underwater battle, which I thought was cool. I also liked the effects they used on the voice actors to kind of signify that they were underwater. It was a very soft kind of, like, noise. I thought that was really good. I like it. The underwater Pokemon battle was cool, because as as I said, how do underwater Pokemon battle? They have to do it underwater, right? So how does it work on land? We'll never know. They never explain. But, 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 the next battle is between Ash and Entei. But before we get to that, there's a very key moment that I think really, like, we need to just go in-depth about. And that's when Team Rocket are swimming through this fake water. And one of them's like, how can we breathe underwater? And the other one's like, oh, there's some questions that you shouldn't ask. And then the Pokemon guy says, I've got a question I shouldn't ask. Do you think we'll have a bigger part in the next movie? (laughs) That's a good joke. Does he always break the fourth wall? Yeah, yeah, they break the fourth wall on occasion. Not not all the time, but they'll, they'll do it occasion. They are comic relief after all. So was that like Mouth's uh, power Me- that he un- like he understands that he's in a TV show? Or, yeah, he or can a also movie. talk. He's like the only Pokemon that can talk. That then brings up the question because he's the only Pokemon who can talk. He's the only Pokemon who can say that he's in a TV show slash movie. Does that mean yeah. every Pokemon know they're in a fictional piece of media, but they can't say so because they only say their names? Maybe it's all connected. Well, it is all connected. They're part of the same series. All Pokemon know that they're... And that's why the Pokemons are fine with being enslaved and forced to fight each other. Because they know it's nonsense and that it doesn't matter. It's not real. It's in a piece of entertainment. I think it's just a cartoon show. (laughs) (laughs) This is such a fucking terrible episode. (laughs) So, yeah. No, it's a good joke. I do like the, um... Uh, I think you'll get a better part, bigger part in the next movie, which is pretty great. Yeah. I like that they're there, though. It's cool, because it's the same voice actors, and I think the voice actors getting more money. Those ones particularly, they're great. Mm. So, yeah, Ash. Ash versus Entei, yeah. Uh, Totodile fights him, little crocodile. It's the, the problem is, Ash uses a lot of, like, starter Pokemon. Yeah, I noticed that. I, like, yeah. I recognized all the Pokemon that Ash used, which means they're probably low-level Starter Pokemon because yeah, I recognize most them. Of, most of the one, not all of them, yeah. like Noctowl isn't, but uh, like most of the Pokemon Ash's uses are starter Pokemon because they need to advertise the other games, right? Mm, of course. It's like, look, Ash had this Pokemon. You can have this Pokemon too. Go play the game, dummy. Yeah. But I, he doesn't evolve them very often. Like Pikachu, classic. The whole thing is he loves his Pikachu, so he doesn't want it to evolve into a Raichu. Charizard's one of the few ones that did evolve. Yep. Um, but because Ash, this is canon, by the way, because Ash is such a shit trainer, right. he can't control Charizard. Right. Charizard just fucks off because because Ash is such a low-level trainer that, that Charizard doesn't follow his orders. I was wondering why Charizard wasn't hanging out with them. Yeah, like, yeah. Charizard's off at an island with his missus for most of the movie until he's needed. Yeah. And I was wondering why that was. Okay, so we just left Ash. It's literally because there's an in-game mechanic in the Pokemon universe, which is if you don't have enough badges, you can't 
like order around higher level Pokemon. Right. Because occasionally they won't follow your orders. He has that problem. He can't control Charizard. But most of the other Pokemon are unevolved garbage and should win a fight ever. But somehow they do sometimes. Water Gun misses Entei, which is bullshit. Yep. Zero out of ten. Worst fight ever. But then Charizard comes to save the day. Yeah, because Entei pushes Ash out a window. He pushes him out a window and he's going to die. And that's the end of the series because Ash dies and the mother is enslaved forever. Yep. In a crystal palace. Yeah. Um, no, Charizard runs in, flies in rather, and saves him. He saves him. I don't know how, like, was Charizard on his way there? Or did he hear that Ash was falling out a window and just kind of teleported? Oh, uh, I think if I remember correctly, Charizard saw it on the news. Oh, yeah, he, was he in did. Trouble. Yeah, yeah, which is very stupid. I think in the news scene, we also see someone else watching it on the news. Maybe it's Professor Oak, and he's got, like, Mr. Mime or something walking around. Yeah, Mr. Mime is an abomination upon God, and we shall not mention him. I absolutely adore, not Mr. Mime as a Pokemon, but the Mr. Mime scene in Detective Pikachu is one of my favourite things I've ever seen. Oh, that is funny. Yeah, it only because Mr. Mime is an abomination of a creature. So there's a big fight between Charizard and... Eshe, bruh. <laughs> yep, yep. It's pretty good. Ash almost falls out the window again because he's pushed towards the window. And he's saved by not only his friends, but Team Rocket. Aww. Yeah. Because Team Rocket are like, without the main character, we don't have a job. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair enough. Can't fault you there, Team Rocket. I like that they know that they're not their main character as well. Good yeah, on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, most people would rebel against that, but they're happy being oh, side I characters. Would, I would be very happy being the villain of a TV show. Yeah. Like, I'm always going to get my ass whooped, but I'm coming back. Yeah. You know? Every single week with a brand new dastardly plan. Yeah. Some convoluted contraption which is team rocket's mo they love their convoluted contraptions and plans so then uh charizard's about to be killed by entei yeah holy shit entei's about to break fucking charizard's neck at one point it's crazy i was like holy shit that's this is this is about to get real dark if i hear a snap and then molly walks up and is like don't do this entei i don't want any deaths And Ash and his team are like, wow, that was a great decision. We may fight each other, but we're always friends at the end of the day. You'd be a great Pokemon trainer, Molly. And Molly's like, oh, okay, I've decided to turn good now, by the way, because you Mm. said that. Thank you. Yeah, well, wouldn't you also be like, yeah, six-year-old child, you'd be a great Pokemon trainer. Please don't fucking kill us. Come join her. Like, honestly, most realistic part is when they're going, wow, you're so great, Molly. You should totally be a good guy and not fucking murder us. You know what? I would love a movie set maybe six years after this where Molly has continued to be a Pokemon trailer, but she always Mm. pushes the limit. She, like, murders the opponent's Pokemon. On. Yeah, and yeah. like if the trainer runs out of Pokemon and she's got her own knife and she just stabs them or something. Jesus, okay, yeah. <laughs> and she's just this murderous. Here's the thing, right? She doesn't need to kill them. No, she does, because No 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 because cause in in canon Pokemon, you rob your opponent if they lose. She robs the Pokeball and she throws it into the fire, and then we hear the <laughs> screams oh, yeah. of the Pokemon. Yeah! <laughs> now we're talking. Anyway, they tell her to come join the team, so she does. But then, the unknown are like, what? This wasn't a part of the deal. And they start doing something. 
and I don't know what what it is, but they got to stop the unknown. I what are they doing? Some force fields? Well, they are psychic type Pokemon, so right. pretty much whatever bullshit <laughs> they fucking want. Apparently, so dumb. And then Entei's like, "Oh, I've got to take down the force field." Uh, but as soon as I do, the place is going to blow up, so I'm going to sacrifice myself to kill the unknown. Which it would be very dramatic if you weren't imaginary. But it's got the voice of her dad. Yeah, well, that's true. That is the traumatic bit, right? So Molly watches her father die for the second time that week. Second time in a row. And then the unknown, they don't even die. They just go back to their own random world. Yeah, their dimension, yeah. And that's the movie, pretty much. Yep. There's like a post-credit quotation marks where the dad comes back so you know he's not dead. It's so that you didn't see a dad die in film. And all good movies have a dad die in them, so that means this must be a bad movie. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was almost going to give this the Dead Dad Award, but they brought the dad back. So, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, the dad lived. We're trying to figure out what Pokemon 4 is. So, Pokemon 4 is called Pokemon Forever. I hate that so much. Yep. The Iron Masked Marauder and Selby. I guess the dad doesn't show up in that. No. I don't think anything in this movie comes back. Which is good, because I don't want to blade touch Pokemon ever again. Um, <laughs> we should watch the good ones at some point. Mewtwo. Mewtwo's pretty good. Like, for Patreon? I mean, mate, like, if you audience members enjoyed this, and you want more of this, then maybe. Yeah, but I think that's, like, a good movie where you can sort of figure out what's going on. Whereas this one just had a nonsense story to begin with, let alone trying to figure it out. Where the other one is like, hey, I'm a genetically bred super Pokemon, but I think humanity is fucking awful. I'm going to try and murder them. And we're like, well, hey, we need to stop this Pokemon that wants to murder all the... That's a more compelling story than Dream Daddy Pokemon. I think... Actually, I think a movie where you capture Dream Daddies is a great idea. (laughs) Put Dream Daddies inside of your ball. Oh, I think that's a different genre. Yeah, that's probably on Steam somewhere. That game probably exists. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it's in the new releases somewhere, for sure. Somewhere in there. Anyway, that's uh, all of Pokemon 3. It does end on a song, which I... (laughs) I watched all the credits, because there's this song that plays that's... um, It's like asking really deep questions, like, Why is there sun? Why is there water? Why are we alive? Why do we do da, 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 da? And the chorus goes, I want to know the unknown. So uh, coming out in 2017, there's a game called Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator. <laughs> I knew there was something like this. Uh, what are you going to rate this? Are you going to give Pokemon 3 an oldie or a goodie? I'll give it an oldie. This is just bad. I'm bored. <laughs> I want to do something else. Move it on. Yep. <laughs> I agree. It's not very good. But the animation was okay and the music was great. Yeah. So, you know. Team Rocket was great. Other Pokemon movies are better. Go watch them. Two oldies for Pokemon 3. More like Pokemon... Go to the polls. I couldn't think of anything else to say. I couldn't think of anything else. I couldn't think of anything else. I mean, that's fair. We had to mention it at some point, right? I think the Australian election's coming up. Actually, Pokemon go to the polls. Yeah, actually do it. If you want us to watch more, uh, to to talk more about Pokemon, go, go. 
Pokemon go to the pot. I really don't want a series of you ranting about Transformers, but I would rather that than a series of Pokemon movies. <laughs> At least you know what's happening in Transformers. That's true. Most of the time. Depends which one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to 100 Horrors, a comedy podcast that seeks to rank the best 100 horror films of all time, as dictated to us by a poster that one of us owns. Every week, we bicker over another film in an attempt to give it an overall scare factor and secure its place in the 100 Horrors list. With features such as... And... What would you say to them at the funeral? We take a light-hearted approach to horror cinema so that it can be enjoyed by even the most squeamish of listeners. So whether you're the person who's never seen a horror film in their life or the person who has a tattoo of Leatherface on the right arse cheek, there's something to be enjoyed in every episode of 100 Horrors! <laughs> Anyway, uh, because we hate ourselves, it's time to cross Pokemon over with another random movie that we've covered. What movie are we going to cross it over with? i got no idea. Yeah, I think you should go to a number random number generator. Yep. And I think you should then um, random generate a number and uh, whatever number that is, uh, we should pick that episode that we've already done and cross over this movie with that episode. That, that's a great way to explain what I'm doing right now. And the number Wait, I got... you're doing that right now? The number I got was 31, mate. Oh, that's very early. 31. Uh, I'm just going to say the name of the movie and I want you to try and guess what it is because it's probably the one of the more forgettable films that we did during our first year. All right, hit me with it. Clear and present danger. Do you remember what that is? Oh, yeah, I remember it clear and pre- presently. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what this film is. It's Harrison Ford as Jack Ryan. He's got to stop terrorists or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is a good film. It was this is a good film. It was all right. This is a fun film. I remember this film. The episode's like half an hour long. My goodness, we didn't talk that much back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did really short episodes back during our first year. <laughs> remember that? Yeah, we should have kept it that way. <laughs> um... All right, so Jack Ryan is... Uh, what is this? So, well, okay. Oh, my God. Here, here, here. Here's how it goes. So you have... You have our main character, Harrison Ford. Is he old Harrison Ford or like 90s Harrison Ford? Uh, We'll say 90s because I want him to do more parkour and he's not doing that at this age. So what's going to happen is Tom Clancy, he's an agent, that sort Uh, of thing. Jack Ryan, not Tom Clancy. It's Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. Nope, Tom Clancy is what I'm calling him. Um, no, I don't. I don't. Yeah, so the Soviet Union create Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and uh, 
and um, they create real life Pokemon. And uh, they're going to use them to take over the world, obviously, because oh, no. that's what you do. And one of them is one of them is a nuke as well. Well, they could just use Magmar, uh, who's a Pokemon that's canonically hotter than the sun. Cool. Look at him. So Magmar is like a slug snail Pokemon that's also on fire. Whatever. Yep. We'll spice it up for the, the the film. Yeah, yeah. We'll turn it into a giant, so it's like a giant slug. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they make all these Pokemon to try and take over the world. And then uh, 007, he has to um, go capture the Pokemon back. He's got to, as they say, uh, catch them all to stop. Did you just Soviet say 007? Union. It's Jack yeah, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> that took a I while for you to catch up on that one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would 100% watch James Bond versus Pokemon, though. Yeah, yeah, Jack Ryan, he has to uh, he has to uh, capture them all. He's got to go capture Ooh. all the Pokemon to stop the Soviet Union from using them to take over the world. Yep. I love the idea of Harrison Ford in a Pokemon movie where he's got to capture Pokemon. That yeah, yeah, genuinely, yeah. like, I would watch... Like, he would hate it. He would hate making yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He would probably abuse every single person. Like, he would, like, verbally abuse everyone on set. He's like, I don't understand any of this. What is this crap that I'm making? But I would love to see Harrison Ford yeah. uh, say random dumb stuff like Squirtle. Yeah. He, yeah, he gets a Squirtle. And that's his, like, starter Pokemon, and he's going around with it, and he's, like, abusing it. But he learns at the end to love the Squirtle. Aww. Uh, when the Squirtle evolves into a Blastoise, and then uh, blasts out the ribs of Ooh. the Soviet leader, because Blastoise can make pressurized cannons that can rip flesh. Is there a Pokemon that looks like Chewbacca? Yes, many. Because that's in the movie. He befriends that at the end of the movie. Yeah, there could be... You could get... I think there's, like, a Ursa... Pokemon thing yep. that's just a big hairy one and that could stand next to him and it's like he's like this feels familiar or something like that <laughs> oh, I you hate know that so much With but yes, big hairy- yeah 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 absolutely and it's called clear and present pokemon <laughs> i see nothing wrong with that there we go that's the movie next segment please all right for the love of god move on <laughs> It's time for to jewel this is the part of the uh, show where I get some reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. Sandro yep. has to guess the score. They go from 0.5 to 5. I've put a silly old review of my own in. Sandro, after hearing all these reviews, you have to guess which which one is my review. And I lose a point if I don't get it. I get a point if I do get it. Yeah. It's very nice. That's how it works. Yeah. Are you ready? I am as ready as I will ever be. Got a... I gotta guess them all. Ha <laughs> ha! Guess them all. Claire said everyone needs to see this. No, they don't, Claire. <laughs> we don't. I think that you should watch the first one because Pokemon is such a phenomenon, right? You'd, mm. You've got to have some some knowledge about it. So everyone's got to watch the first movie. Yes. Yeah. But this one, no. So what did they rate it? Probably. F- Five out of five. I think everyone in the world should watch it. They absolutely did. Uh, the next review was didn't have a name, but I thought applied well. That said, no thanks. I'm going to pass. <laughs> Wait, so did they watch it or not? They just said, no thanks. I'm going to pass. 
If there's a rating, though, they better have watched it, or else that is messing up the algorithm right there, good sir. I, I am saying, though, uh, that one came after Claire, and I thought it was quite appropriate. Everyone needs to see this. No thanks. I'll pass. That is a pretty good one-two punch. I'll say one. It's one out of five. Yeah, well done. Well done. Two points. Doing well. Doing well. All right. The uh, next review is from uh, Nexus, the Kingdom of the Winds G. This is Weeb. Uh, one of the funniest Pokemon movies. Quite impressive. Aside from Teen Rocket, Team Rocket, there isn't really any jokes. And <laughs> smells like Teen Rocket. <laughs> smells like Teen Rocket. <laughs> the funniest? I don't know. Four point five. Five out of five. Ah. Thank you, Nexus, the Kingdom of the Winds. G. Ryan says two out of five. The first. 40 minutes are pretty good, but then it devolves into Michael Bay-esque explosion fest for half an hour. No, it doesn't. Yeah. What? Explosions? It's just animals trying to beat up each other. There was blasts that were explosive. There were a couple of... Uh, okay, yeah, fair enough. It had better be two out of five. Well, Sandra. It's two out of five, obviously, because <laughs> he put it in his five. review. All right, good. God damn it. We had Thomas... Who says, as a fan of Pokemon, I have to say that I was impressed with the story surrounding the legendary Entei. But it's not really Entei. Yeah, it's not. Unless this person's really impressed by the child story the dad reads Molly at the very start, which is the actual story of Entei. Yeah, because that added a bit of lore to it, I guess. Mm, I will say that is a 3.5 out of 5. Oh, very close. It's a four out of five. You're, you're, you're doing quite well, though, so far. Yeah, I've got three points. Not too bad. And finally, Ryan says, Boy, I loved Pokemon as a kid. I watched some of the show and thought it was good. This isn't. It's fine. Okay, not too bad. I like it. Uh, 2.5 mm. out of 5. Uh, it's 2 out of 5. 2 out of 5. Very close. I don't know which one is yours. I think that last one might be yours, because a lot of yours have been, like, long-ish. That is true. They've been multiple sentences. But I think, I think, actually, your one is No, I'll Pass, because you wrote it so perfectly to fit in with that first review. I don't believe that that would be the top review, and then the second review would be that. I think so, Sandra. Do you think, uh... I think so, you've so been clever, meddling a little bit, Sandra. so yes, I'm gonna guess that that I one is yours. I think you're so clever, but you're fucking wrong. Oh, lost the point. Pew, 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 pew. Lost the point. Lost the point. I I don't know then, which one is yours? Maybe the last one? Yeah, it's the last one. It was the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you can get your point back. It was another long one. You keep doing long ones. Yeah, I like the nice little long one because I want to put something funny in. Well, there we go. That's the episode right there of Pokemon 3, the movie. If you've made it this far, I applaud you, quite frankly, uh, because I almost quit. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. No, it's fine. It was a fun episode. Uh, if you like the show, though, and you want to recommend it to someone who maybe does actually have knowledge about Pokemon and can tell Zach whether or not he's right or wrong about any of his Pokemon Oh, I'm stuff, absolutely wrong, but please tell me. Um, yeah, please do. Uh, get in contact. Because it helps the uh, algorithms out if you uh, type comments in and, and rate the show. Please give us one star and comment how wrong I was about all the Pokemon facts. Oh, uh, you, can, you can give us five stars and say how wrong it was. That's fine as well. No, also, no. 
you can do that on Spotify. You can do that on iTunes. You can send us an email and we will read it out if you have something to say about Pokemon. I would, yes, please. I want to get involved in some internet Pokemon beef. Uh, we are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. As mentioned earlier, we are on Patreon. We've got a brand new bonus episode coming out on Wednesday of an 80s movie called Death Row Game Show. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, excited for that one. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I've got no idea what to expect. Patreon.com forward slash oldiebuddygoodypod. Uh, shout out to That's Not Canon Productions. That's Not Canon.com. Yeah. Check out other shows from, from them. Um, I would recommend the 100 Horrors podcast. Ooh. Great British horror podcast. Kind of doing what we do. They've got a similar vibe. Oh, that's cool. And also thanks to Josh Cake for our theme song as well. Uh, always good to shout him out. Love me a bit of cake. So, Sandro, it's time for you to pick next week's episode. Excellent. We have a, we have a few choices. We have uh, Bridget Jones's Diary. I've heard of that. Yeah, Bridget has a diary and writes about her adventures dating Colin Firth and Hugh Grant. Yeah, I. it's a pretty fun rom-com. I think I watched it on TV back in the day. Uh, it's, mm. it's all right. Uh, we have Hounded, uh, another Disney Channel movie about teens getting uh, haunted by a nightmare of a dog. What? It's just Nightmare on Elm Street, but it's a dog. But it's a dog? Okay. That's pretty terrifying. I found dogs more scary than humans. They can be. Especially if it's got, like, long finger Ooh, paws. Yucky, yucky. <laughs> we have Joe Dirt. David Spade plays a loser. Ugh. He goes on a long journey to find his parents. That sounds... I David Spade is in Adam Sandler movies, I think. So that's a pass from me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we had Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, yeah. Josie and a band discover their record company are hiding <gasps> subliminal messages in their album. I have um, always wanted to watch that, so that would be fun, actually. Oh, oh, yeah. It's hard to find because it kind of, I think it bombed. So it's hard to find copies of it, but I really want to watch that movie, actually. Hey, uh, it says here the comic characters... Yep. Did you read these comics at all? I'm a big fan of Archie comics, yeah. Oh, oh wow, that would be fun. Uh, and then we have Kingdom Come. A dysfunctional family reunite to mourn a dead family member. Yeah, uh, okay. Well, Bridget Jones's diary is good. Hounded could be fun, but I really don't want to pick another Disney Channel movie. So I think I'm going to go for the one that I've always wanted to watch, but never really had an excuse to, Josie and the Pussycats. I love Archie comics, and I hate Riverdale, so I really want to watch some live-action Archie comics that's not the TV show Riverdale, so I think I will will, will pick that movie. I'll pick it. And I love Sabrina the Teenage Witch, that that's another Archie comics character. Oh, is it? Oh, shit. I didn't know that. I used to watch Sabrina. Yeah, yeah, it's that whole world and the animated stuff. Wow, that's crazy. What, what stuff is in all this? 
it's like Archie, which is the ginger guy with freckles, and he's got yep. crushes on Veronica and Betty, and they're all getting up to mischief, and Jughead's wearing a beanie, and he's asexual, but not on the TV show. What? And he's really cool, he's a big old nerd. What? And uh, there's Josie and the Pussycats, they're the band, but they're also in space sometimes. What? And, uh, oh yeah, in one comic book series, Archie fought the Terminator and the Predator. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty great. I could get down with that. And then, yeah, there's uh, Sabrina. She's doing magic. And no one really questions it. She's just there doing magic. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that's that's a bit left field for this. All right, that's the episode. Uh, we'll wrap it up with the best quote from Pokemon 3, Snorlax. Ah, that's a different Pokemon, but also is the sound of what I made. <laughs> I snort. I don't know what my favorite quote is. Uh, my favourite quote is, I got a question I need to ask. Do you think we'll get a bigger part in the next movie? You know what? Mine's just going to be that song. Because I found it really annoying where it was like, it's a whole new world with a brand new attitude, but you still got to pay for everything and buy all the games and all the new Pokemon and all the cards and all the toys and all the plushies and everything so that you can be cool in your friend group. Yeah, that's right. I hope I hope at some point we do a movie about rampant capitalism and advertisement and how that's bad. Oh, man. I really want to do that soon. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, that would be good. I really hope that we already recorded that, but we're recording this afterwards. Thank <laughs> you.